Alright guys, uh, this is a new episode of the podcast. Um, if you're new, welcome. If you're joining us again, uh, thanks for coming back. Um, and um, uh, yeah, I've got a lot to talk about on this uh, episode. I actually went on a I went on a family trip, um, big family trip to to Sipapu, New Mexico. Very beautiful place. Um, and um, so I'll be telling you guys about that, and then um, also just updating you guys on the news, uh, the uh, Black Lives Matter movements uh, still going on right now. Um, and, uh, just, uh, and later on, I'll give you guys a little short film update. So if you're new to the, if you're new to the podcast, um, yeah, it's just a podcast where, um, me, uh, I, myself, a, uh, a 20, I'm about to be 21. I'm about to be 21. That's crazy. I'm so excited. I'm about to be 21, um, in about a month. So, um, very big day coming up and um super excited but anyways that's not the point the point is um yeah i'm a i'm just a college student in a rural area of of um of new mexico united states and um and i'm just uh this uh, I, I think i believe this is close to like 20 episodes now so oh, i'm doing pretty good <laughs> yeah and um this uh this is a podcast where I just talk about uh my personal interests of style, fashion, um and and movies and film and and other types of art and also current events and stuff like that. So um so yeah, if if you guys are interested in in what I talk about, then you guys uh I highly encourage you guys to 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 keep listening. Yeah. Um and if you're new, welcome, of course. But uh, first of all, um, I am uh, I'm in my car again. Uh, I usually do these in my car. I'm at the college, and it's a beautiful night. Actually, it's uh, it's pretty nice and breezy out here, and it's definitely cooled down. It was pretty hot today, and uh, I just got off work, so I'm pretty tired. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, but I can do a I, I can muscle through this hour here. Um, and uh and so yeah i am i am a bit tired though um anyways um on to the first thing i want to tell you guys about i actually went on a spontaneous uh two-day uh family trip up to uh sipapu and near taos and near las vegas new mexico um could not be further from the Las Vegas and Nevada, so, <laughs> but, um, just completely different, um, either way, it's still a really cool town, very nice, uh, obviously, much smaller town, doesn't have, you know, casinos or strip like that, I know you guys might be picturing that in your head, but no, it's, uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico, um, I believe it's somewhere up on the, um, it's a, it's a pretty high elevation, uh, northern part of New Mexico, and I do believe the mountains which start in Sipapu, which is about 20 minutes from Las Vegas, so yeah, we did a sort of a road trip, you know, going through those towns, uh, but we stayed in Sipapu, we stayed the night in a cabin in Sipapu, which was amazing, 
because um, it was just a super big cabin. There's a lot of family and friends there. And, uh, I mean, you know, it's just lodging up there in the mountains and stuff like that. And, you know, we, um, and we were, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. I, I highly recommend Northern New Mexico to any of you guys. Um, very, very beautiful up in the, up in the mountains. I do believe it is the, um, the Southern bottom end of the Rocky mountains. So they're like just starting to, starting to form there or something like that. Um, and so, and so, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, it doesn't even look like New Mexico. It really, it looks more like Colorado, but it's New Mexico. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I went up to Taos and looked around. Um, Taos is really cool. It's really rich in history and stuff. Um, if you guys know about Georgia O'Keeffe, she was a pretty famous, um, painter, I believe during like the maybe seventies or something like that. Um, 70s or 80s, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, we all learned about her in, in high school over here in New Mexico. And, um, she was a pretty famous painter from, from Taos, New Mexico. And she did a lot of her paintings and stuff like that there, I believe. So, and of course, who could forget the frontiersman, Kit Carson. Kit Carson, um... I believe during like the early 1900s or something like that, maybe a little bit later than that. I'm not sure, but yeah, he was a he was one of the he was like a legendary frontiersman who was uh, <clears throat> located in um, Taos, New Mexico during the um, like the beaver uh, pelt um, beaver or I'm sorry um, or actually is it beaver? It might be beaver. I don't know. Some sort of pelt. Um, and, uh, you know, hunting and stuff like that. Where the fur trade was really big during the time. And so, yeah. So. And, yeah. There was, like, a sort of boom there in, in Taos. Um, during that time. I th I do believe reading there was a lot of French people there, too. To do that. But, um, yeah. It's been a couple years since I read. I read a whole book on New Mexico history. So. I kind of know roughly. I'm a little I'm a little rusty on it because yeah, it's been a couple of years, but I learned a lot. I learned a lot from that book, and especially because we've taken a couple classes about it too. So, but yeah, you know, New Mexico history is honestly, it's I, I, I really wouldn't know how to describe it or even compare it to other states, but to me, it seems pretty simple. <laughs> um, I can kind of, yeah, I can kind of give a pretty concise timeline of, of everything that's happened here, but, but yeah, let's not really get into that, I don't want this to become a lecture or anything like that, but, but it's, it's great, uh, it's, I think it's really important to know about history, history is very, very important, it's, it's, it's literally context, it's, it's context, it's everything, you need to know what happened and why it matters, like, um, it's, it's just, I was talking to my friend Jackson about this, um, um, it's literally like watching Birdman, and when you're watching Birdman, um, there's a lot of context that is not, uh, explicitly, um, revealed within the movie itself, and it's just stuff that you already have to know about. Um, that scene where, um, 
uh, Bill Camp, amazing actor who's uh, uh he's a pretend he's a act he's uh playing like a sort of like a bum with like lights like strapped to him or something and <laughs> he's just fucking just screaming out gibberish while um while Riggin Thompson um uh the main character um is uh, walking about and he's just he's an amazing actor but what he's yelling out is Macbeth he's yelling out a a a um a script or or a, a what is it a, a verse from Macbeth um which was uh yeah one of you know the biggest plays uh, uh Shakespeare you know really really important really important um and um and uh and, and yeah it's 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 definitely not something you would even know unless you knew what Macbeth was and then when I heard Sound and Fury when I heard him say that I thought of the uh I believe it's Faulkner um is it William Faulkner uh it's one of those um like 1920s like um um American um writers but um Sound and Fury is like a is like a book that I heard her I had heard of before and 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 that's what I traced it to. I I didn't even know about Macbeth, but then I traced it to Sound and Fury, and uh, by the author, by the author, it might have been Hemingway. I, I I don't know. I don't read books, but I did read. I, I I just kept digging, doing a little bit of digging, and I read that that book is about literally that it's about um from a um mentally disabled uh person's point of view and if you look into that verse from the shakespeare play it's uh it says uh it's uh it goes um um uh sound and fury signifying nothing um by this sort of like uh um, brainless type of person or something like that and again I don't really remember because this was about a year ago when I was like looking all this up but it all connects it all connects and um, and like to think that like Sound and Fu- the Sound and Fury the book would not have happened without context from Shakespeare and a large part of this movie would not have happened without either of those two and and it's just and I I don't know why I've got I'm just this isn't I don't even know how I got to talking about this but it's just it's really important because yeah like history you know it's it's history if you didn't know about Shakespeare you didn't know about you know that book um damn I really don't know who wrote that book I I thought it was Faulkner uh maybe Hemingway one of those 1920s like oh really you know um anyways um yeah i i i don't think it uh, i i feel kind of nerdy like you know saying it but it's it's so important history is so important within our everything life itself it's it's very important and that's why that's sort of why i'm attracted to it i i like it i like knowing shit like it's important to know shit not even his not just history, but also science, you know? Having the context of why things happen, you know? And, um... 
And so when I I feel I feel I feel so good that I, I at least have a pretty decent knowledge on the on 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 the state of where I've been living at for the past decade. Like that that honestly like f- makes me feel good. Like and it honestly like it, it motivates me. I want to learn even more. I want to read that book again. I want to I want to look shit up and I want to know exactly what I am. I want to be an expert on New Mexico history. And and it it really paid off this time because <laughs> one of my uh the reason we went on this family trip was because one of my cousins from California visited and as we were driving through everything I kind of felt like a tour guide just telling <laughs> just telling them about the history of New Mexico and stuff and it felt great because like it's really it's it's interesting history is really interesting and I and um it's good to know shit <laughs> it really is good to know shit and I wish I knew a lot more but I know very little but um but uh, but yeah, it's it's a uh, <clears throat> the thing about you know. There's also a thing about history is that you just never stop fucking learning. There's just so much to learn about. I mean, you know, shit's going on every day, every second. Like it's it's crazy, and it just piles on. And there's no way one person can know everything that have ha- has happened. You know. But um. But yeah. Um. We went on this family trip up to uh, Sipapu, New Mexico, which is right under Taos, and it's a sort of skiing resort, but we just went there just to rent a lodge so that we could just stay in the mountains and stuff, and and it was awesome. It was, oh man, it's very beautiful up there. It's really nothing like down here. <laughs> I'm, I'm like in the mid, sort of mid-eastern part of New Mexico, so... Still a lot of plains, uh, mesas, and plateaus around here. So, not like uh, not like those beautiful, tall pine tree mountains and 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 just waterfalls and and uh, and really nice weather and stuff like that. But um, but hey, I I like it over here too. It's different. It's different. Um, and everyone, you know, to each his own. And I don't, you know, everyone, I I feel like everyone loves the mountains. Everyone does. But I'm pretty sure the people who live there will come down here maybe sometime and be like, wow, look how wide open and, like, amazing it is down here. Like, so, like, just freeing, you know? So, I definitely feel like it's a situation with, like, living in a city in a small town is, like, there's pros and cons, you know? But, um... But yeah, I definitely do feel like if I ever got the opportunity, I would love to live somewhere in the mountains, like for, for for some for some time, you know, just sort of a dream, you know. I feel like everyone kind of shares that, and uh, and it, yeah, it was just amazing. It was amazing. Um, really fun trip. Um, really good break. Honestly, it was, <laughs> it was almost not a break, like because I literally got off work that night that I was supposed to head over there at eight but it was the last day that I was gonna have to shoot with my actor so yeah I right after work got got off at work at eight o'clock I went straight to um to go shoot some scenes with my actor and we wrapped everything up um and by the time we finished it was about like 12 12 30 or something like that so just imagine just after work on top of that all this other work and then I still had to drive an hour and a half back to Tukumkari like 
I was so exhausted when I got there. And on top of that, I was going to have to wake up at 7 in the morning so that we could leave. Because, because yeah, I could only take off like two days from work. And that's that's the time that we're going to spend over there. So, just, yeah, really exhausting. But when we finally hit the road, I was able to, you know, take some naps in the car and relax. And, and uh, and yeah, but... um. It was, yeah, it wasn't as peaceful as I wish it would have been just because we, you know, we were just doing a lot. We went on a super crazy hike um, in the mountains to this fucking awesome cave. Literally a cave, like a huge ass cave. It was so cool because we're like driving up the mountains and we just look over to the side and we're like, holy shit, look at that cave. And then we started just, we just got to talking and they were like, that's where they wanted to go. Like, holy shit, we're actually going to hike there. And, um, looking at it from like the highway, we were like, that's way too far. But it actually took us about like 30 minutes to get there. Maybe, maybe, maybe an hour, maybe an hour. Yeah. An hour to get there and back. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was, it was pretty long. Honestly, it was a pretty fucking long hike but it was so worth it i mean hiking up in the mountains like come on it's beautiful and it's still like it was it wasn't the mountains yet it was it was the cap rock and so you've got mountains um going up to the to the side and then you have like a really nice view of the of the plateaus and like mesas from the other side so if you think of like an uphill street, like of just like little mountains, you know, there, and then at the bottom of the street, there's a straight street, a uh, straight street, sorry, where you can just see everything. So it's like really beautiful. And then at the other side, there's just like the uphill mountains. So yeah, we were just like on that sort of like, almost like a mountain ridge, you know, I think they call it a cap rock over here, but, um, yeah, it was amazing. Um, and we we just we hiked for about an hour and we finally got to this fucking big ass cave and it was amazing it was so cool because we got to see it from far away and we were like holy shit that is so cool and then we actually got there and it's huge like it looks like tiny from far away and then we get there and it's like so much bigger than i ever thought it was gonna be like you could fit some you could fit some houses in there that's how big it was and we were just joking around too like maybe there's a bear or like a mountain lion in there and we're just messing around but this thing was huge like you could fit families of bears in there like yeah that was crazy but um but uh but yeah that that was like the first thing we did and then and then we um and then we kept going uh north and uh we eventually uh hit uh Sipapu. we finally got to Sipapu and um up there in the mountains the actual mountains um there we were looking for some creeks and somewhere to get into and by this time it was already late because we were running behind so it was maybe like maybe like six or seven and um it was crazy because the whole time we wanted to get in the water and it was hot like but as we went more north more north and as the sun started to go down like it was just it was starting to get too cold Anyways, we get to this, like, really cool, like, looking waterfall, like, slash creek place. And we just got in. (laughs) 
it really was crazy. It was one of the craziest things I've ever done in my life because that water was so cold, like freezing cold. Um, and of course I had to do it with a few beers in me, but like it was, uh, there's this place here in New Mexico called the Blue Hole in Santa Rosa, New Mexico. And it's really amazing. It's sort of like a, you know, natural made wonder of, of the earth. And, and it's really cool because it's literally a blue hole. It's about, it's about 350 foot deep and it has like caverns and stuff that lead to places where people have never been to. So it's like, it's really like interesting. Like, um, but anyways, my point is that that water at the blue hole there, you guys should look it up. It's really cool. Um, is uh i i believe it's like i believe it's like 30 to 40 degrees and that it felt exactly like that when we jumped in there like oh, it was so so cold and it the the thing that sucked the most was that it was like not even hot anymore <laughs> we were just freezing where you get out in and out just cold like oh and i just jumped in too because it was like you just gotta do it, man. I was I was already a little bit buzzed. I jumped in there. I sobered up so fucking fast, man. Like, <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing, though. It really was cool. Um, and uh, yeah, we were in there for maybe like thirty minutes, not too long, and just come out completely numb. Just your whole body just so numb. And. Um, and yeah, that was about the end of the day, yeah. And then we just went to the lodge and uh we made some food and uh and um we just sat around and uh yeah, it was a pretty long day, so slept pretty and that lodge was really amazing because it's like the summertime and because of the coronavirus still wearing off. Um there really wasn't like a lot of uh the <sighs> sorry, um the resort itself um was not open yet but they they were still renting out like these these cabins and stuff and um and so we were able to get this super huge cabin that was like way bigger than we even needed for like a really cheap price and it was really beautiful inside just furnished like very nice uh, everything was kind of like wood you know that sort of lodge lodging feel you know um and yeah, that was that was sort of the trip. And the next day, we just uh, looked around a, f a bit more, explored a bit more, and then headed home. But that was really fun. That was really fun, um, really relaxing for me. And it was good to really take a break because you guys know I've been going so hard on this on this film and uh, with work and shit. And I just yeah, everything's everything's been really busy for me. But um, the. I should give you um, just a quick little update on the movie. It's it's um, it's coming along great. Um, I know I told you guys I was gonna have to compromise, and I, I really did. I did have to compromise. Um, there just wasn't enough time, but something really crazy happened today. Um, so we're we're completely done. We're complete. Well, we're not completely done. Um, I still have to shoot a bit of um really not not even that important but um pretty um you know yeah no no they're not that important but I still do have a few scenes that I have to shoot on my own um these next 
couple days and um they're really just to add stuff to the story but yeah all the main stuff the big stuff's all done um and i was i finally got around to 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 getting some editing in and uh <sighs> so i've been editing on this uh on this free software um called blender and i'm i'm using it on my laptop and so far the first of all editing is really hard it's very confusing there's so much shit that can that you can do that it's almost like um it's just uh, yeah i think i've even talked about this before it's it's really it's really um sort of what's the opposite of labor intensive but like mind intensive like it just takes a lot of brain power like there's so much like stuff you can do on the computers nowadays and and just to sort of keep it narrowed down is even hard because with the video editing software like it's not just gonna have the buttons that you need it's gonna have all the buttons <laughs> so you're just like trying to find the buttons that you need to click them in a sea of buttons and they're all like labeled with like these little abbreviations and just they don't call you know they don't they don't uh they don't call it uh flipping the screen over they call it xy and inversion and inverted uh and they don't they don't call it a they don't call it a, a sound they call it audio with uh you know it's all it's all it's it's just yeah it's it's like a whole different language and there's so much to learn about it and i find myself going on youtube like every like 30 minutes to just look something up and how they do it and i've just been realizing like this editing is 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 a lot harder than i thought it was going to be just simply to just export the movie I'm thinking it's going to take like a few days. Um, my computer, my laptop is very, very slow. And it's going to be about a 15-minute movie um, on on a 1080p, 24 frames per second. So it's, it's going to, yeah, it's going to, you know, just judging on what a five-minute video took to, to, to export today. And that was about a minute, about a minute and a half to, to export that. So, um, and I think I, yeah, there's just, a, there's just been like some stuff that I've been reading and they're like, oh yeah, it can take up to a couple of days. But with my computer, I'm thinking more like three or four because it's just that slow. So I don't, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Honestly, I'm just going to leave, I'm going to plug it in and leave it there and just see if it can at least do that. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'll crash. Maybe I'll have to break the movie down into pieces and export it that way. I don't know. I don't know. But um either way that's not even the that's and and I'm not even freaking out either because like the most important part is already passed like which was filming. Um filming is just so fucking hard. It's it's really it's really a craft, you know. There there's just so much that you can fuck up on and it's very delicate. Um and it's very, very labor intensive and like physical. You're like up and down and fucking constantly moving around. It definitely takes the most amount of, um, what's the word? Um, resources. 
uh, driving around, gas, uh, the props, money, you know, feeding my actor, um, the time, just simply the fucking time that it takes to do this shit, so, but yeah, it feels good, because I, I'm, I really can't spend any more money, and it's good that I'm finally not gonna spend any more money, it's just editing on my, on my, um, bed when I have time to, and it just feels so good that I'm able to just lay there and look at all the fucking hard work that we put into this thing, so, but yeah, like I wanted to share with you guys, the crazy thing that happened today was that, <laughs> so, if you guys know what editing is like, it's, there's like this sort of little thing that you do, um, when you're editing a video, um, if you have like a really slow computer, it takes, like, I don't know, it's really weird, it's really weird, because you think it's like, oh, you're just playing a movie, but it's not a movie, because it's all the data that you have from recording, all of that stuff, and what you get to see, like, in a movie, like a digital movie, you say a CD, and you're just like, oh, you know, like, movies, they take up to, like, four or five gigabytes or something like that, you know, and it's just simply not the same case with raw footage, raw footage, it's just totally not the same because it's all that data it's just raw raw every time you see like a, a, a like a, a movie disc or something all of that stuff has been compressed to that movie and that means that if if you wanted to take that movie and edit it there's there's nothing you can do but add stuff to it you couldn't change anything like that to it you you couldn't like change audio to it like that nothing like that and that's that's really where I'm guessing like all the that's where all the power is coming from you know it's it's the simple fact that you can just completely mess with everything it's all interchangeable that is why it's so um lengthy and girthy you know like that and so yeah like when you're watching when you if it, I can't even watch the movie I can't even watch the movie in full resolution because it just it's too it's too slow it it it, it doesn't even like <laughs> I guess it's common too because I looked it up on YouTube and they were like yeah you usually want to keep that low because it just takes too much power to to play it on high and so what I've been doing is uh obviously there's like an editing software and um right now you know it's a lot of stitching you know that's what they call stitching and splicing and that's like literally putting in scene after scene after scene just putting them together to make it flow like a video you know and um, when you do that, you're able to uh, obviously play what you've got so far. So say you put two little clips together and you're able to press click and uh, view it, you know, press play and, and see what you got, you know, how they play next to each other. But the thing is that that um, just, I think it's called rendering. The rendering part of that, like it just, it takes up so much power because I, I don't know <laughs> computers I don't know <laughs> so what I've been doing and what a lot of people do is they'll bring the resolution down to like say like oh I don't know 25% 20% maybe even 50% but I've been doing it at 25% so that means the movie is only 25% as good as it's gonna look at its final product so it's really hard because it's very like pixely and it and it looks like shit and aside from that, when I'm out, like, actually filming, um, you know these cameras? They have the fucking worst monitors ever. They look like complete shit. They're, 
they're fucking, they don't have, they have like the weakest brightness, they, they're just, <laughs> it's so funny, like these like really big expensive cameras, you think they would actually have like some decent monitors so that you can see like how good it's coming out, but they're just tiny, tiny little squares, you know, on my, on my Nikon D3400, and I know, I know there is like some hardware and stuff where you can actually get like a little monitor where it shows you what the you know how the film's coming out i don't fucking have money for that you know so so the main the, the my main point is that i've been struggling i've been struggling to even be able to see what this movie looks like because every time i get a clip i throw it into the video uh, editing software and it goes to 25 percent. so the entire time i've just been putting stuff together Knowing that, you know, in the end, it's going to come out to 1080p and it's going to look really clean. But today, I accidentally hit 100% and my computer completely fucking froze. But I was able to scroll around for a little bit and just like seeing it like, oh, it was so like finally being able to see the fucking thing. Full resolution, 1080p, uh, clear, clear, super crispy, clear, you know. I was just, it was like, wow. Like, it really was like, just wow. Like, that is the real deal right there. And that really got the juices pumping because it's like, damn, like, there's been so many times during this where I've just sort of been doubting myself and thinking like, ah, you know... It's going to come out okay, I guess. But, you know, how good can it be? And uh, today, I was like, damn, that looks good. So, so yeah, that happened today. Um, that happened today, and, and it felt really good to, to, to see, like, just a glimpse, a little sliver of just how fucking good it's going to come out. And, um, and so, yeah, I've just, I've got a lot of editing due. I still got. Uh, <sighs> Sorry, <clears throat> I've got a lot of editing to do, and I've still got a few scenes that I've got to film myself. And uh, but most, mostly, mostly, it's all done. It's all done. Um, I don't even know what to say. Like it's, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy ride, you know. And and you know, the hardest thing was honestly working with with my actor because I just I feel so bad, you know. It's. I don't think he had, you know, I don't think he was imagining it was going to be this long. <laughs> and I could tell because, you know, as we got to the middle of this sort of thing, he was just like, oh my God, this is like a lot, like a lot more than I expected. So, but I'm really happy that we were able to finish. And, um, let me just lock my doors because that was my dog, by the way, she's sitting in the back seat and, um, she makes these really funny noises sometimes when she's just being like lazy. But, um, yeah, what was I talking about? Yeah, just, um, yeah, I'm really excited and I'm hoping, I, I, I'm hoping, um, I'm hoping and, and, and hopefully, uh, I'm thinking like maybe a, a week or something like that, maybe a week to two weeks. Because, I mean, just simply exporting is going to take, like, three days. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Like, who knows what other, like, bumps, speed bumps I run into like that. So, um, so, yeah. I'm hoping in, 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 in you know, maybe here, um, 
early July or, or late June, if anything like that. But, um, but yeah, I've just got a lot of editing to do. And, um, I'm pretty sure throughout this editing, <laughs> I'm probably going to find a lot of shit that I don't like and a lot of shit that I actually like a lot more than I thought was going to come out good. But that's just how it is. There's nothing else I can do. My actor, he's, he went home for the summer, so he's completely gone, you know? Hopped on a flight, he's gone. Um, and that was the last day that we did filming, and uh, it was awesome. I'm, I'm really grateful that we were able to do that. But, um, but yeah, I just want to give you guys an update on that, and it's 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 coming out soon. And I really am hoping that it's going to bring a lot more traffic to the to the podcast as well. So... Um, I really, I'm excited for it. I'm like so excited for this thing, but, uh, um, it's a kind of bittersweet because I still know that there's a lot of work left and it's really sad because I'm just <laughs> really tired. Like I've just, I've just been dying to want to like just sit back all day and just watch movies all day and just enjoy my summer. But like, this is honestly like more productive and a more interesting than anything else I could ever think of to do during the summer when you've just got so much time on your hands and I know I know I could take it even so I could probably take a week off and just relax but I I wanna I do want to get this thing done relatively soon so because I'm just I'm so I'm so ready to share it with the world I just want you guys to see it already you know and it just every day just kills me that you guys like just waiting and waiting and waiting and I just I know I know and and also I'm a bit nervous uh, you know what if you guys don't like it like <laughs> I don't know honestly to be to be honest to be honest I'm not expecting that much reception on this thing I, I really am not I'm not I don't know uh, this movie's not going to any festivals it's not it's not a you know big budget it's not uh anything too i guess impressive i you know it's not it's not gonna be the best you know and and uh but i am hoping i'm hoping at least at least i'm hoping at least a hundred people see it like if a hundred people saw it i would be happy like if a thousand people saw it i'd be ecstatic like, if a 100,000 people saw it, like, that'd be a complete success for me. Like, but, like, it's just, it's gonna, it's really, it's sort of gonna piss me off if when I upload this thing to YouTube, like, it just, no one sees it. Because, like, I truly do think it's worth, it's really worth the 15 minutes that it's gonna take to see it. But, you know, I'm pretty sure there's just a shit ton of other people like me saying the same thing. So, <laughs> I don't know, at the end of the day, I just, I, that's all I can wish for, that's all I can hope for, is that you people will give me the time of day, just the 15 minutes of opportunity, just, so, so yeah, and, and even, even with just simply my family and friends seeing it, I'm gonna be happy, just, you know, show them, show them what I've been working on for so damn long, and been so distant and so hard to reach lately for, you know, and, Oh yeah, it's um Yeah, I'm excited for that. And you guys know every time I get to talking about my short film I talk for so long, so I'm sorry, but 
but let, let, let's move on. Let's move on. I'll, I'll, I'll get you guys an update next time on it, too. All right. All right. Um. Oh, sorry about that. <clears throat> so I guess we could talk about this uh, Black Lives Matter um, movement that's going on right now. It's still going on. Um, I think it's, I th- yeah, again, like you guys, I think you guys know by now my, my, um, my standing on it. Uh, I do believe, um, it's a very, very complicated, um, you know, situation that's happening right now. And, um, but I think, I do think it's for the better, man. Um, and, uh, I, it's sort of, I th- I do think it's sort of fizzling out a little bit now. Um, I think it's, you know, this, those first few days of rioting were, like, really crazy. <sighs> oh, shit, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, those first few days were really crazy, but, um, yeah, I do think it's starting to, to chill back a little bit. People are starting to relax a little bit more, but, um, but I, I still am seeing a lot on the internet, like, my my news feed is still like whew, yeah really really covered by by all that and actually um i think dave chappelle just released um like a i think it was like a uh what was it like like 17 minutes uh, a little 17 minute stand up of him it really it's it was kind of weird honestly because like it, there were still a lot of people wearing masks cuz it was like really happening during like all this shit and it would it sort of happened like in an out outdoor venue, like almost looking like somewhere like in a very natural looking place, you know. Um, almost, it literally almost looked like someone's backyard. But um, but um, yeah, I'm not sure how that came along, but I'm really glad he I'm really glad he did it because um, Dave Chappelle is a super huge platform. He's one of the greatest comics you know of our time and. And I think he's fucking hilarious. He's definitely one of the one of the better ones. Um, and, uh, and 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 it's so crazy to see how old he is now too. Because I, I I'm a fan of a lot of his early stuff when he was a lot younger. Um, you know those half baked half baked vibes. <laughs> no, but um, but uh, but yeah, he it really was. There was a little bit of comedy in it, but most of it was just his sort of reaction to to what's been going on, especially George Floyd, um, and just really expressing how how um, how deeply and how strongly he feels about the situation. So, um, but yeah, I was sort of thinking throughout it, like, how did they get this together? Like, he was just like yeah I just really want to talk about this and then he was like alright well let's get like 50 people out here and uh yeah I guess we could do it like in someone's backyard or something <laughs> and then they just throw it together it's like it, it, it's literally like the um it was really impressive to see and it was I think it was shot pretty well too like I, I think it was like it literally looked like a professional stand up like uh special and just to see how fast you know, it happened, um, was sort of how, um, the idea of what mobilization is and, uh, resource mobilizing is, which is, um, literally getting everything together really quickly, and, um, and yeah, I was just sort of surprised by it, I was like, 
it looks really professional it looks really amazing and 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 to think of like when it was finished it must have been like at least a couple weeks after after george floyd if not like right after like and so i was pretty impressed by that like hey they just got that thing done quick and so but yeah um I, yeah i think dave Chappelle is hilarious <laughs> his early stuff is amazing man um and i do feel like rewatching that I, feel, I think i'm gonna rewatch that tonight no not tonight but um pretty soon i've been watching a lot of louis ck recently actually um just i've seen i've seen i think i've seen uh most of his stand uh, i think i've seen i've seen uh chewed up uh 2017 it's funny that i go in that order but i've seen uh 2017 is the newest one i watched uh 2017 live at the beacon theater uh, hilarious and then it goes chewed up and i th- and then there's like a couple more before that i think but i think it goes in that order and they're each like a couple years apart or something like that and um and i just <laughs> my favorite one is live at the beacon theater like that oh my god man that that hour is just amazing just and it's 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 you know I don't I didn't even, I did not explain this well but I've seen all of them right you know I've seen them all like uh, in order kind of you know not in order but what I'm trying to say is that he literally gets better over time like to me he does and 2017 um, the newest one he did I thought it was okay I thought it was okay. Um, I didn't think the jokes were as good, but I thought, like, the way he did them was, like, pretty expert, you know, like, master level. But I thought Live at the Beacon Theater was just genius, just perfect. It was so fucking hilarious, like, and just the tempo at which he, like, spills these jokes out to the crowd is just, like, amazing. Like, he's able to do it so easily, and it's just so natural, you know, but... Anyways, I wish, I wish, yeah, um, I don't know, you know, that sort of, that actually, we, we were actually discussing that on this trip, um, about how, um, how we feel about, um, you know, artists and stuff like that who've committed, um, terrible acts and and although we we love their art and their creations and what they did in the past and stuff we just can't really live with the fact of what you know these you know terrible things they committed you know and um and we started talking about michael jackson and then we started talking about david bowie and and just you know i I don't know i don't know how to put it other than like shit like if the art is good then it's it's good and it's it's truly a shame that like you know they'll do this shit but like it i for me it does change it yeah for me it does um i yeah i was i was i've been the biggest fan of louis for a really long time and you know what what he did um it's not to me it's 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 it is bad 
but it was like not as bad not not as bad but you know maybe he's not even a good example say david bowie david bowie um fucking amazing music uh really really awesome artist um i I love his songs i love his songs um but i do believe uh he was like accused of of rape and and all this other stuff that he got caught up with and drug abuse and stuff like that and i do i do think a little bit lesser of him now and like i think even like pedophilia or some stuff like that I, i'm not 100% sure but the the principle still stands is you know i can use any example but the principle still stands is that you know if 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 an artist gets caught doing some shit like that and and i find out about it i it does change the way i see about you know, just it does change the way I view their art and who they are. Like, because art, art is is so closely connected to the artist, and 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 like um, when you change one or the other, like uh, it, it has an effect. It has an effect. I thought David Bowie's music is so awesome because it's awesome, but also because it's David Bowie. It's David Bowie's music. So I do feel like yeah, for. You know, um, to some extent, it does kind of fuck with me. But, um, you know, and, uh, you know, Roman Polanski, Woody Allen, those those are big ones too, yeah. <clears throat> but it's crazy too because, like, Woody Allen, like, I, I don't even know who the fuck he is. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's it can be different, I guess, too, yeah. Because I don't know who the fuck Woody Allen is. I just know he's, like, some old guy and... But his movies are great. Uh, Blue Jasmine, like, you know, um, uh, what's the one with Diane Keaton and, and himself? Um, is it Manhattan or, or um, uh, I forgot the name of it. Anyways, um, yeah, just really, really, really good movies. Um, but um, you know, to hear what he did, and I'm just like, oh, what the. F- like I'm just like freaked out I'm like what the fuck like that's really weird but I don't know for a very large part of of that you know Blue Jasmine is still Blue Jasmine like damn that's so like really good movie but um it's funny Louis CK's in that movie (laughs) but um but yeah I I don't know um I'm so fucking tired right now like I I could literally fall asleep right now but uh, the show must go on. Uh, yeah, so we've got, yeah, we've got about 10 minutes left here. And, um, and yeah, you guys know I've just been, um, you guys know, uh, I've been shooting this movie and it's just been a ton of work, you know? I don't, I don't really know what else to say other than that, um... And uh, I'm really excited. I'm so excited to finally show you guys. So I'm just like, that is what I'm holding on to. I'm like, oh, it's going to come out so soon. It's We're almost there. It's going to come out. Like, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, um, other than that, um, I do want to touch a little bit about, um, I guess a little bit of, I guess this will be like the sort of fashion corner, which is that, um, which is that there are some pretty big sales going on right now, people. 
there's some pretty big sales going on um, at Essence, Mr. Porter. There's like a lot of half off type stuff going on right now. So, um, yeah, I, I, I suggest you guys check those out and see if you can find anything. Right now, I'm fucking dirt poor and broke. Um, broke as a joke, broke out of my mind. Um, but um, I've still been doing a little bit of window shopping and looking around. And, uh, oh, man, <laughs> these pair of St. Laurent boots, the Lucas, uh, they're like 500 bucks right now, which is literally half off. And they're like, oh, they're usually always like a thousand. They're usually always like a thousand. And like, there's like, there's like three different pairs, which are like, oh, like around the $500 area right now. And I'm just like, oh, I'm so tempted right now. Like, I can't though. I can't, man. I I cannot. But you guys, like, I some some of you guys better hop on that, man, because like that's a fucking good deal, man. Those Lucas boots are sick, and they can definitely hold their value at that price. So so yeah. Shout out to all the sales going on right now, and I I hope if you guys are doing some shopping and stuff right now that you know you get what you want you know you get what you want i don't know i don't really know what else to to say other than recently i did buy a couple things um from the thrift shop um broke boy shit um i bought this really cool um uh western styled like blazer um for like uh i think it was like a two dollars or something like that and I've just I I've got to do some tailoring. Obviously, it's got like some pretty big shoulder pads. Um, it's pretty long too, um, and so and I'm gonna and it's the button. It's got kind of a weird button. I know that three buttons aren't very, you know, in anymore. But I'm gonna add one. So there's two buttons, right? And I'm gonna add one above the higher button um, because I just want it to be a little bit more. I want it to fit a little bit more different for the very top part of it. I feel like the buttons are a little bit too low for some reason. You know, obviously it's a it's a it's a, like it's like a sports coat, and I'm I'm like a pretty uh, unique bodied guy. Like I'm, I do have like pretty big arms, like a pretty big chest, and like a pretty tight waist. So, um, it's not all gonna fit me exactly how I want. So. I'm going to be doing a bunch of tailoring and I'm going to be sharing it on Twitter with you guys. So I hope you guys will stick with me on that. But, um, but I'm really excited, honestly, because I've never, I, I've never had a sports coat before. Never, ever. But I saw this thing. It's made out of like a wool blend. Um, like, uh, yeah, like a, like almost like a wool. Um, uh, what's the other word that I used the other day? You know, I remember wool, and then I forgot the other one, and I remember the other one, and I forget about wool. But, um, but yeah, it's it's like this checker patterned, um, not even checker pattern, but almost almost like a Burberry, almost like that. Very casual looking, very nice um, uh, suit jacket, and uh, it's got like the back yoke, and it's got like the two front yokes on the chest. And it just, it looks very sick. And I cannot wait to tailor it. And I'm going to do a little bit of shortening, of course, um, on the bottom hems. 
Uh, maybe do a little bit of tightening around the waist because it does feel a little boxy. And then I will be taking in those shoulders because uh, shoulder pads, you know, they're uncomfortable. I just want this to be a really casual jacket, you know. Uh, I'm just sort of a casual guy, and I don't want it to be like a really big standout piece, you know. I, 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 like, I want it to be like low-key, but it's a, it's a lot like a lot of my clothes already is, like low-key but really well-fitting and like actually low-key high-key that's really stupid but that is how it is the calvin klein boots um they're like a low-key looking boot but like they you you can tell if you look closely that they're not calf size that they're actually italian and not like americano west you know so um you know the, the calvin klein uh, metal cap toe boots you know i'll be standing and you'll see me from behind and then i'll turn and you'll see the metal parts and be like oh shit okay but that's just that's kind of how i like my clothes um i like it low-key but like I, I i like the type of clothes where like from a distance or something like that or or, or maybe like in first first up close reaction uh first impression it's like, oh, it's it's a pretty nice, pretty nice outfit. But then the longer you look at it, you're just like, it's actually really nice. And the longer and longer you look at it, the more you like, sort of it grows on you, and you just like it even more and more. And you're just like, oh, you know, those pants actually fit them really well. And then you're just like, and that suit jacket too. And you're like, damn, I just kind of wish, I'd, like, I don't know, this is really dumb. Like, I don't even know why I'm explaining it like this, but. I like to, yeah, I like to wear clothes that looks really, f like, flattering on me and, like, uh, just, you know, that looks good on me. And, yeah, like, the first impression is always really, really important. Um, and that's the first thing I want you to see is that it's just, uh, it fits well and that it looks good. And then the longer you stare and look at it and you're like, wow, it's actually really good. So, I don't want to, I don't want to be all, you know sticking out or anything like that so yeah i just want to be low-key but i actually like really good so so yeah that's kind of what this suit jacket i'm thinking is going to come out like oh the second thing i bought was um this really cool um pocket knife winchester pocket knife from amazon for like 12 bucks i like i highly recommend i highly recommend you guys fucking buy this thing like it's so fucking sharp and durable and like um, it looks amazing and it comes with its own little sheath that attaches to your belt and you guys know how much i love holsters man that shit looks so sick so i was wearing it around on this trip and stuff when we went on our hikes and it's just so awesome to have like that little you know a little side pocket pouch with like my knife in it you know, I'd take it out every once in a while and just look at it like, ah, it's so beautiful. And then I just throw it around, stick it in some trees and stuff. And it's just, I mean, I, you never know when it'll come in handy either. But, you know, for now, it's just like the way it looks is really cool and the way it feels is cool. But obviously, you know, in an emergency, I'll definitely be using that fucking thing. It's, it's really, really durable and like... I do believe it's American made. I, I'm actually not sure about that. You, there's so much shit today that you don't even know. Uh, you know, you'd think is made in America, but it's Winchester, so I really do hope it is. Um, and it just it looks feels great, and it it's super durable. But um, yeah, this is this is the ending here. Yeah. 
So I'm going to go home and knock the fuck out because I'm super tired. But um, I'll see you guys on the next one. And go follow me on the BC Podcast Twitter, Instagram. Thanks a lot for joining us.